Welcome, welcome back. Here we are again, talking about coaching. I'm here with Nikki and Sivash. My name is Yannick. And uh, today's question uh, that I saw in our list, and I'm like, that is a question that I hear so often from people. Uh, it's, um, I, I find myself hesitant or careful to challenge a client. And what, what, do I, what do I do with that? You know, so many coaches, particularly in the beginning, and, you know, that imagine the nicest person you've ever met who does not want to make anybody feel uncomfortable out of the best intentions. You know, really difficult to, to say, oh, but like yesterday you told me something different. Or last session you told me the polar opposite of this. You know, obviously that kind of question is like, uh, um, you know, it's, it's going to make somebody uh, intention. You know, so whenever we challenge somebody on, is that actually true, that, that belief of yours? You know, um, is that conclusion that you drew, is that the right conclusion? You know, it can throw a client and it can make them feel uncomfortable. Hopefully it does to some level, you know, and uh, that's something that many coaches try to avoid. They don't want to make their clients feel uncomfortable, you know, because it's tension. Not, they don't want to be positive. And um, I think that's why it's such an important question. Um, why is it so important to be challenging? I mean, I'm naturally quite challenging. I like a good debate and I uh, have been playing devil's advocate just for the, you know, having getting a discussion going. Um, I like when people think, you know, I, I think it's really good when people get challenged on their views so that they can rethink them. I don't want to change anybody's views necessarily, but I want them to be solid enough to be confident in their opinion to a degree where they have been challenged on it so that, that they're solid. And I think from that kind of solidity, from that having been challenged and having had to explain yourself, you think two levels deeper. And you're more confident in your opinion if you keep it, or you have a better opinion later on if you decide to change your mind. You know, so I think as a as a coach, and this is um, I really like Dehan's playing field, this kind of two by two uh, matrix, which goes uh, suggesting and exploring, and uh, supporting and confronting or challenging. You know, and on that playing field, we can be anywhere as a coach. You know, some coaches are incredibly supportive, and um, They, they have a lot of suggestions. You know, that's the kind of uh, stereotypical kind of um, American life coach. You know, I know that I know amazing American life coaches who are very uh, challenging and very explorative. But I think it's the kind of stereotype often of the life coach who tells you how things are done and they're super positive and super supportive. That's arguably a, a section of life coaching um, that is quite solution focused and it is quite, uh, there's a cheerleading element and there's a teaching element to it. You know, that is valid. That is okay. That is very often helpful. You know, my modus operandi is in the exploring challenging kind of section more, more on the bottom left, you know, and that's where I feel natural. Doesn't mean that I, I am not seen with a client supportive and making some suggestions, putting some things on the table that might work. But, you know, it depends on what the situation demands and what was agreed on. Um, so there is a spectrum there. That's what I'm trying to say. And it's not that challenge, a coach has to always be challenging. You know, there's a time and a place for that. But if you're never challenging, I think it's important you look at what's holding you back from that. Because the way I see it is that challenge is very often what gets the client to move If you keep them in their comfort zone, then uh, they're not going to grow or certainly not going to grow as fast as they would like. You know, if somebody wants to grow fast, 
I tell them it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, because fast growth hurts. When, we, when we're young, we're children, it hurts physically when we grow fast, faster than, you know, like we have this growth spurt and it hurts physically. And I think it's the same when we grow mentally, we grow as a person. If you want to grow very fast, you're going to feel uncomfortable, you know, because it's, there's a lot of stuff happening and that's helpful. We need some tension and challenge in order to grow. We need to fall in order to learn how to walk. So if you never challenge your client, then you limit them in how fast they can grow. That's the way I see it. Now pause there. <laughs> yeah, what, what are your thoughts, Nikki? Um, I think you captured that so well, Yannick. Um, there was so much in there. My 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 immediate response to challenges yeah i think you know that's absolutely what coaching is about um you know i'm probably someone who myself enjoys being challenged and responds quite well to that but um as a coach and you know this is very much how i heard you heard you say it too it's it's kind of you know i think that's where the real opportunities for change and for growth are for our clients um you know i i, I read in one of many coaching books you know one one take on it you know whilst i believe in the whole kind of carl rogers and creating a supportive environment and i think you know the rapport is going to be so important to create a, a safe feeling and a comfortable space to some extent to be able to allow yourself to ch challenge your client and not kind of mm. you know destroy the rapport or the trust yeah because I, carl rogers talks about congruence right he talks about being real mm -hmm. and authentic and if you if you disagree with something the congruent thing might be to put that into the room. If you have a strong feeling of disagreement here or that something might really be almost detrimental for your client's success, you know, then I think the congruent authentic thing would be to put that out in the open mm -hmm. and share that feeling honestly and openly and directly. That's, that's also Rogers. You know, mm -hmm. Rogers doesn't mean create a comfortable, nice space where clients can, can be supported. You know, it also means be real, be congruent. Mm, yeah, I, I can see that definitely harmonizes. Um, uh, but the, the thing I read was, you know, you're not there primarily to just be, you know, your client friends. You're there to be a role that they probably don't have as often in their lives because, you know, probably family and friends like to be quite supportive, right? So I think, you know, it is, it, it is a really important part and a key part of the role of a coach to, to challenge clients and... Yeah, in that, I think, lies so much of the opportunity for their growth and for their success. Because presumably, you know, if, if one way of thinking about things is that what they've done so far isn't getting them the results they want or isn't necessarily going to take them to this other new place they want to go, then, you know, probably what they're doing needs to be challenged or their perceptions or whatever needs to be challenged. So, you know, I think I'm a big fan of challenging. <laughs> yeah, doing it in the right way, I, I think, <laughs> is key. And sorry, Sivers, I'll give you some space. I'll, I'll get very passionate about this topic. No, no, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to share a little bit well, different experience with it because I think, you know, I've been doing coaching professionally for four years, maybe a bit longer now. Um, but I think in the first two years, I hardly challenged anyone because I found it super uncomfortable to be challenged, right? And, you know, as I started working with a coach that would bring more challenge into it, I start getting more comfortable. 
And I think so it's part of it is me being coached in that way. And and secondly, I think it's just really doing more of the inner work, being comfortable holding space for people like that and actually challenging people, but without that, without that attachment and actually being willing to, because I think what it does, you know, you know, and I think I'm a really recovering people pleaser, right? You know, as a people, as a, as a people pleaser, you don't want to really challenge people, you know, it just destroys like, well, it doesn't destroy, but in that, in my head, it was like, it's going to destroy the relationship. It's going to break up the, the report we have. Right. But it's actually going through that experience and actually seeing, especially my, my coach right now, you know, he does it, you know, he creates a lot of safety and there's permission and there's a little bit more safety and then the punch comes. <laughs> and then actually I, I've had sessions where I thought like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to fire him. Right. But then actually just creating space thinking, wow, that was so powerful. Right. And then actually, so for me, it's actually experiencing that as a coach, being able to receive that and then seeing the benefit of it and then slowly bringing it. And, and one thing that I wrote down is, for me, it's been really like a muscle. Right? I think it takes courage to challenge, but that, that courage is a, like a muscle. The more you do it, you know, the easier it becomes, right? But it's just building that muscle. So I think the question was, you know, I'm hesitant and too careful. What do I do? It's practice it. Practice. And I should practice bringing uncomfortable things to your coach. And then build a muscle for yourself. Challenging, you know. But I think, you know, again, we've said it so many times, it's just create permission for us, create safety for us. So people know it's, you, you know. And again, that's we all have a different style. But I think at the very least, creating permission, like, hey, can I be really honest? Or can I share what I'm seeing? Or can I share, you know, can I ask you a challenging question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it takes a, a second to get permission for that, right? Mm -hmm. Can I ask you a really challenging question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Permission. You know, if you have something particularly challenging that you already know, that's going to be one of those punches. Like, is it okay if I punch you? It's maybe, <laughs> but like, sure. can I ask you a really challenging question? And I, I have a feeling based on what we talked about, it might make you feel a bit uncomfortable. And I'd invite you to stay with that, you know, because I think it's a really important question for you to consider. And I have some assumptions. I might be wrong. So just, you know, do you want to hear it? No? They will already expect like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be one of those questions. Do I really want to hear it? Yes, I do. Because I do want to grow. And I have that. I had that conversation the other day with a with a new coach. Their their client said, uh, "Yeah, I really want to be challenged," but they didn't really want to be challenged. Mm. So contracting around that, yeah. not just in a general, uh, I'm quite challenging. Is that okay? Yes, but like <laughs> I might ask you questions that like might uh, unsettle the foundations of your values. You know, is it okay if I ask questions that go really deep and they really make you think and maybe at times they make you feel quite uncomfortable? Mm. I think this is where the most rapid growth lie, lies. And trust, you can trust me. I'll hold that space that comes afterwards. I'm not going to let you fall. Even if I, if I knock you on your, uh, like rattle on your foundations, I'm not going to let you fall. I'm here, right here. You got my hand. You know, that's the way I work. Is that what you want to do? I haven't said it in those words, but like you can contract in that way and, and be clear on what it means to be challenged. 
because anybody will want to be challenged, but like a lot of those people will still get massively defensive <laughs> and throw punches back uh, as soon as you offer a challenge. I, I mean, I think interestingly, you know, for us as coaches, this is an area where it's important for us as coaches to challenge ourselves, to challenge our, our clients, you know, mm -hmm. as uncomfortable as it might seem, it's, it's interesting the idea that we're having the very experience in ourselves that we're asking of our client to, to be willing to, to face. Um, but, you know, even thinking about it in terms of like flow state, right? Like, you know, if we're, if we're, if we see our role as kind of encouraging our clients growth, then it's, it's that thing of like, flow state and having too little challenge is boredom having too much challenge is overwhelm and anxiety so like you know finding the right amount of challenge for a client and and understanding that you know people are different and some people will be challenged by you know some things quite easily and some people will need um, uh, have a much higher pain threshold so to speak for for challenge so to kind of you know pitch right and again that comes i think from knowing our clients and kind of being sensitive uh, as best as we can to their needs and to where, how we in, okay. envisage them best growing and meeting their goals. I love that you bring that in. I think it's such an important point. Uh, and if you're wondering about flow theory, I wanted to say Google chick sent me high, but nobody knows how to spell that. <laughs> Announce um, so if you Google, uh, if you Google flow and challenge and skills and diagram, you probably get to it. Um, but I think it's so important because if you're super challenging, to a client who is already a little bit insecure or they're not quite ready for that kind of challenge, that kind of challenge would, it, it, it over, it, it's beyond their level of skill to take and consider challenge and use it in a, in a way that's constructive. You know, if you're super challenging way beyond what your client is willing to take on, you're not going to do your clients any favor. So I think we need to challenge where they are so that they feel a little bit stretched and a little bit more mm -hmm. stretched. You know, if you, if you, if you knock, if the punch metaphor, I quite like actually, <laughs> if you, if you throw somebody a massive roundhouse kick in the face and you knock them out, there's no use to that, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but if you, if you punch them, I, 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 <laughs> uh, funny metaphor. We're getting violent. Um, yeah. I just, uh, I, I saw this segment on YouTube of this interview and this, uh, this female actor said she always got punched in the stomach when she was very young because she hates doing sit-ups and her, her dad was the, was the guy who always like uh, punched off rocks with his stomach because he, I don't know, he was really well-trained. So he always asked people to punch her in the stomach and she would tense up and she would take the punch. So now she's able to take really hard punches in the stomach, you know, because she like tensed up, but it has to be built up. Mm. You know, you do it a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more. So, you know, it, there's no point knocking our clients out. Sometimes it's helpful to just get a good one on the cheek, perhaps, because it allows you to stop and reflect what the hell just happened there. And you, you're forced to take some time to, to uh, think about what led up to this. How did I not see that coming? You know, but mm -hmm. the good thing about a punch from a coach is it's not going to hurt you. Like it's not going to leave um, a mark. You know, it's, it's delivered in a safe mm -hmm. environment. It's like a sparring thing. Mm. You know, you, you might still feel a little bit rough the next morning because, you know, there was some real activity going on, but you're being held, you know, mm. and you, you, you're doing it in the right environment. I did really didn't think that this punching metaphor was going to be so rich. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's an excellent metaphor because I've, I've done kickboxing and, you know, I think it's very similar to co coaching because sometimes a challenge can be, can reveal your blind spot, right? And you're like... And if you're sparring with someone and, you know, you just show them, hey, 
you know, and you don't need to hit them with full force, but you could hit them and say, look, you, you know, you had your defense open there. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, like if someone does that on the street, you know, it would be, be problematic, right? There would be a whole different situation. But yeah. in a coaching session, when we create that, and, and, and I'll be very honest, and, you know, this for me, like the last two, two years, well, you know, it's been, it's been really challenging working with this coach, but it's been like super powerful, mm. right? And, and I've come from sessions where I thought, you know what, mm. I've, I just came from, you know, I just have this big problem. I thought, okay, let me bring it to my coaching session. After this, I'm going to feel great. And I felt like after that session, I just got, you know, beaten up and, and basically came out of it with like, okay, well, it's all my responsibility. And, you know, I feel even worse. <laughs> But, you know, and I think, you know, I love the distinction that you made there is really paying attention, like, what's the skill level of this person? How well are they able to take those punches? You know, you know, how well are they in this, you know, what was the level of skill? If the level of skill is higher, we can challenge them more. Yeah. You know, can, can this person actually hold the space? Can this person recover from that? It also it re- also reminds me of my capoeira training for many years I was doing capoeira and in capoeira you depending on the group some people beat the shit out of each other but in my group there was very little contact so you would play together you know um you would spar in that sense but uh, if you do a move you you're going to stop with your like leg or your foot in front of their face you would stop there and it would be like gotcha you know, and then the uh, the tradition in capoeira is you stop the game when that happens. You know, if somebody actually got a got contact or like something happened, or you you stop, you walk in a circle two three times, you reflect on what just happened, and then you re-enter the game. And I just absolutely love that because you, the idea of capoeira is to keep playing. You know, you don't want to knock somebody out, but sometimes it's good to like ah, yeah, I, I could have, you know. You, you could have gotten hurt there. And I think it's important for us to kind of throw those punches, but without the contact to make somebody think, not to make somebody hurt, mm-hmm. you know? And I think this is where the, what the challenge is. You know, you got your way through your defenses. You know, your idea of how to navigate life has a hole in it. And I just stuck my foot in there. So you can get an experience of there's a big hole there that I hadn't seen, you know? And that makes you think, and it allows you to close the hole. Nice, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's, I think we, we've talked about this in, in quite a lot of detail, so. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one who jumps in this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Maybe, I think I think there's uh, a lot there. Uh, yeah, maybe if you can share, uh, I know you mentioned a model around suggesting, exploring, supportive, confronting. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can share that in the group. In the, oh, yeah. We have um, a Facebook group called Talking About Coaching. So we'll, we'll share some of the resources in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can Google it, uh, Eric Dehan, uh, D-E-H-A-A-N. He's the, the, uh, the director of Asheridge Center for Coaching. Uh, he wrote it in Relational Coaching. Um, I, I love the book. Um, so that's where you find it. Another one that I, I I was looking for it earlier, but it didn't come to my mind is uh, uh, Blakey and Day. Uh, they wrote a book called, I think, Challenging Coaching. 
Um, and they have this amazing model where I don't remember all the segments, but uh, they have four segments. And one is the cozy corner, you know, where you're very comfortable, the clients in their comfort zone. And it's, it's a nice space. It's a regenerative space. It feels good to be there. Um, it's an important corner. But if you always keep your client in the cozy corner, they're not going to grow. So mm-hmm. the, the fourth quadrant, they call, uh, I think they call it the loving boot. <laughs> nice. Uh, and that's, yeah, I just, I just love that model, uh, the loving boot and the cozy corner. Yeah. And, you know, you know, not to go on a completely different topic, but if, if you want to get good at enrollment and actually, you know, that's a big part of coaching, right. Is having more coaching clients. Challenging is an important part of that. You know, if, if you're interested in reading, there's a book called the challenger sale. I think the challenger sale or the challenger sales. But it's research has shown that you know salespeople that challenge you know prospects more, they do much better than the ones that traditionally just can agree and agree and agree. Mm. It says, okay, I can help you. So you know, use it with you know with people in the first in the first conversation. Cool. Well, I'll I'll make an executive decision to close the session. There's lots more we can probably talk about. Um, I, I think I, we've made our points uh, that it's important yeah. to challenge, but it's important not to overwhelm our clients with that challenge mm-hmm. to stay in that kind of flow channel. Um, I love the martial arts metaphors. Uh, really, <laughs> really rich. Um, also sounds better than punching metaphors. <laughs> um I hope you got a lot out of this uh, if you're uh, watching us or listening to this. Uh, if you have other questions, uh, we'd love to hear them. If you have experiences with challenging and what might have helped you to do that uh, better or with more ease or to embrace the discomfort that comes with it, uh, do let us know because I, I think these, ex- these, these stories from practice are, are very rich and they're very inspiring to a lot of other coaches. So I think the more we share those and talk about them, the better. Hence us talking about coaching. So thank you guys. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you. So if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit. So we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon. Um, That would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms. So uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, And that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.